Hey guys, thank you for joining me for another video. This is Dr. LeHue, and uh, my last video I talked about why we change. And the answer to that question is simply because of pain. Pain, suffering, sadness, sorrow, when those things are introduced into our life, it initiates changes in our life. We decide we're tired of the way we feel, we're tired of the way we look, we're tired of the, uh, the place where we're at in life, we're tired of being stuck, and so we start to go in a different direction. We start looking for answers of how we can you know, accomplish more or be more or do better. And today I wanna to expand that a little bit. This video, I wanna expand that thought just a little bit and I wanna get your mind going a little bit and I wanna just provoke you to some thought. And that is, what if you could control this great force of change in your life? I mean, what if you had power over it? What if you could initiate change whenever you wanted to? I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm reaching too far here. Okay, what I'm saying is, if we could learn to associate pain with the things in life that we need to avoid, then we would begin to move away from the things that we need to avoid and start moving in the direction that we need to go. Let's just talk about your health, for example. So as long as I associate pleasure with Twinkies and, you know, with... Uh, extra cheese pizza and pepperoni and as long as I associate pleasure with soda and associate pleasure with ice cream and cotton candy and and sweets and all these things guess what I'm going to be drawn toward those things and I'm going to want those things I'm going to crave those things but what if I could learn to associate pain instead with all of that stuff now is it illogical to make that connection I mean, after all, those things taste great. When you just eat those, those things taste wonderful. They taste amazing. But what if I could learn in my mind somehow to flip a switch and say, take the long view with, this, with these foods. What do they bring me? Well, they bring me clothes that don't fit. They bring me teeth that fall out. They bring me um, diabetes over the long run. They bring me um, an added expense because I got to pay for it all. They bring me um, bad skin, okay? And so if I could think about these foods from that perspective of the suffering that these foods will bring me, that they could, they could cause me pain, they could hurt my, my physiology in some way, which I think you could just go look up all the science for yourself you know, go read any book on health and on sugar and on sweets um, and overeating and overconsumption. And if I could learn to associate in my mind those foods with that long-term suffering, then whatever pleasure I might associate with those foods for a moment doesn't outweigh the pain that I'm afraid I will experience if I were to indulge in those things. Now, I know that makes sense to you, okay? So what if we could initiate that kind of change, that kind of positive change and that way of thinking in other areas of our life. Maybe there's some habits in your life. Maybe you're doing some things in the dark, you know, in the secret that you know are wrong and you know you need to quit. Right now, you're associating pleasure with those things. And as long as you associate pleasure with that stuff, then guess what? You're going to be inclined to do it. But what if you started associating pain with that instead? The pain of getting caught, the pain of people finding out, the pain of uh, knowing that you're uh, doing stuff that, that, that morally you're against. 
Do you see that if you could learn to associate pain with the things in life that you know are bad for you and are not going to move you in the right direction? I mean, sitting on the couch watching TV all day, you might associate that with pleasure. Oh, wouldn't it be great to just, and it would be okay for maybe a day or something, but if that's your pattern in your life, as long as that's comfortable to you and as long as you know that's pleasurable to you, then guess what you're going to be drawn to do? You're going to not going to change. You're going to associate pleasure with that, so you're going to keep doing it. But think about the pain of what you're missing out on in life. Think about the opportunities that you're missing. Think about the connections with people that aren't happening. Think about the uh, job advancements and all of the success and all of the joy and all of the happiness that could come and all the projects around your house that you could get done if you associated pleasure with those things and pain with being stuck, pain with being still, pain with not moving forward. What about your marriage that you're in? Well, you know, maybe you've gotten stuck in your marriage and you all you can think about is, you know, this person brings me pain, this person brings me frustration. I've tried to reach out to her before. I've tried to, you know, do special things before and it blew up in my face and it wasn't appreciated and that was painful to me. So now, what do you do? You move toward withdrawing because that keeps you safe. You feel like that keeps you safe. That's a self-protective mechanism that if I just withdraw and I just, you know, act like I'm a roommate, then I won't get hurt if I put my heart out there. Okay? So you associate your marriage with pain and you associate interacting together and intimacy with the pain that you experienced when the other person didn't respond to you the way you wanted them to respond. And so now you're stuck. You're stuck in what you think is going to relieve your pain and you're just gotten comfortable. Okay? So what if it became so painful for you to think about being in your marriage stuck the way it is that you start to it now? What most people do is they say, well, I'll just get out of my marriage. I'll just back out and I'll just quit because the, pain, the marriage is too painful for me. So I'll just quit, okay? But what if you took a different route and you said, you know what, living the way we're living right now is painful. Living the way we're living right now, like roommates, like strangers in the night with all this huffing and puffing and all this sighing and moaning and all this complaining and all this, this is not what I want. This is painful. And then envision what you want. What would be pleasurable to you? What would your marriage look like if it was pleasurable to you? Well, you'd be companions. You'd be friends. You'd be sharing life together. You'd be intimate. You'd be romantic. You would be each other's, you know, um, best friends. So then that's what you should be working toward. And you shouldn't accept anything less than that because anything less than that needs to be associated with being painful. So move toward what would bring you pleasure. Move away from what is painful. So I think, you know, this is a concept worth thinking about. That if you could start to think about, you know, showing up late to work as painful, going home early as painful, not putting in a full day's work is painful, not spending time with my kids and being an important part of their life is painful. If you could start to associate the things in life where you've gotten comfortable with pain, then it will move you away from that behavior 
and then associate the things in life you need to get done and the things that you know are best for you with wouldn't it be pleasurable, wouldn't it be wonderful, wouldn't it be great if those things were accomplished? And then watch your brain start to start to figure out how to move away from what you associate with pain until hopefully you take action. And when you take action toward what you now have assigned as pleasure in your life, think about like, like broccoli and cauliflower and rice and all these healthy foods. If you could associate pleasure with a salad, like not I want to eat that, but I want to have eaten that. I want the pleasure that comes from knowing I'm taking care of my body. And so if you could associate pleasure with healthy things, with good things, with the right things, then your brain will start to ask, how do I move toward that? How do I start to move and adjust toward that? And watch what's cool. When, and maybe this will be the next video. Once you start initiating a new response and once you start going in a new direction, you say, well, what if I don't, what if I quit? What if I don't last? What if I, what if I give up? Well, that's when another mechanism can come in to keep you going on the right direction and that's habits habits, anything you do over and over again, often enough, anything you do will just become an ingrained habit if you don't quit. If you'll just do it several times, I think they say about 21 days, you just keep doing the same thing. You will initiate a new habit in your life. And the habits are what dominate us. The habits are what control us. Most of us are creatures of habit. We get up, we brush our teeth the same way. We get up, we take a shower, we put our clothes on, we get ready for work, we shave, we drive. All these things are done by habit. We don't even often, we're not even thinking about it. We just do it. Habit is a powerful force in your life for good or for bad. If you could initiate changes by starting to associate pain with the things that are keeping you stuck and pleasure with the things that are going to make you healthier, stronger, happier, more content, more loving, more gracious, long enough that it can become a habit in your life, guess what? You changed your life. You changed your life. So here's hope for you guys. Here's a great big pile of hope that whatever you're going through, whatever you're in, whatever you're stuck in, you're not stuck unless you decide to stay stuck. It's got to be more painful for you to stay stuck where you're at than to move forward. All right, blessings, guys. Be present to life.